welcome to Heady Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's with all ease. And in this episode, we're talking about finding peace. It's episode 10, y'all. Yay! 10 whole episodes. And I feel like that should be celebrated in some way. So today, I wanted to share with you some of my favorite things. Ready? My favorite color is black. My favorite word is dichotomy. My favorite number is four. (laughs) I prefer sunsets over sunrise and savory over sweet. My favorite combo is peanut butter and banana. SpongeBob makes me smile. I love tattoos. My favorite season is hoodie season. My favorite chips are original baked Lay's. Or maybe it's spicy sweet chili Doritos. My favorite holiday is my birthday. And my favorite feeling is hugga. Yes, (laughs) hugga. That's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but I know it's closer to hugga and not higgy, or huggy, or higgy. It's a Danish word. It's a way of living that is cozy and stress-free, taking in the moment, appreciating simple pleasures, maybe alone with a book, or being with friends and laughing over dinner, or being in nature, or maybe it's committing to your exercise routine. Hugga is personal. It's whatever removes frustration and worry for you. Hugga is my favorite way of feeling. It's my favorite way to be. Cozy. I want my clothes to feel like they're giving me a big hug. I want my blankets to feel like a hug. I want my tea to feel like a hug. I want the sunlight hitting my windows to feel like a hug. And honestly... I probably prefer savory over sweet because I want my food to feel like a hug too. However, sometimes I wonder if that's a problem. Is it possible to be addicted to comfort and cozy? I actually took a course on hygge. And often hygge, at least in the U.S., is a winter thing with oversized sweaters, fuzzy socks, hot drinks, and food by the fireplace, a season meant to be as cozy as possible. But really, hugga is meant to be every day, making little life adjustments to bring in more peace, more calm, and more gratitude. We all need that. So that doesn't sound like a bad thing to be addicted to. I guess, unless you're using it to avoid an uncomfortable life. What's that saying? Your best life is outside of your comfort zone? Then maybe a comfort addiction is possible and also not very helpful. There's a quote by Virginia Woolf I read, unfortunately not soon enough, that says, You can't find peace by avoiding life. I wonder how many of us heady folks are, without meaning to, 
unintentionally avoiding life to intentionally find peace and comfort. Though I said in the very first episode of this podcast, we're changing the narrative of being heady to mean intoxicating and exhilarating, becoming a heady person still started out as a way to avoid life. At least for me, it did. I started going in my head because when people were yelling, it was my safe place. Then when people died, being in my head was my most comforting place. And then when people weren't attentive or didn't know how to be attentive to a grieving me, it became my most supportive place. So for that, I am forever grateful. Being in my head gave me peace. It gave me comfort. Especially when it felt like everything outside of me was working hard to keep that from me. After that, being in my head and surrounding myself with hugga things was very intentional. If I read Virginia's quote when I was 17, she'd be wrong. I'm just saying, I know what it's like to avoid life to find peace. But in doing that, maybe I got too comfortable in being in my own peace. Maybe I got too comfortable giving myself a hug. Avoiding life by being on my island, in my head, and escaping through music and movies and books. I remember one day at work, I was reading a book, which is actually one of my favorites now, Bella Figura by Kamen Mohammed. A coworker asked what it was about, and I told her. Basically, a woman not enjoying her life ends up in Italy by chance and starts to fall in love with her new life. I think it's based off of the author's real experience. Of course, it's one of my favorites. It reminds me of a good eat, pray, love kind of story. But my coworker, before walking out of the room, said, I hate stories like that. It's not real life. First of all, lady, don't yuck my yum. And second, um, that's the point. I didn't buy a book or decide to watch a movie to experience what I already experienced in real life. Life is hard, and life is rough. I came here for ease and for softness. I came here to escape. And really, though, I came here for serendipity. (laughs) I came here for a reminder that one random day could make me fall in love with my life like that, too. But in doing that, maybe I created too much reliance on things comfy, cozy, and happily ever after. Maybe I'm a little too idealistic. Yes, Virginia would have been wrong if I heard her words at 17. But at 37, I get it. (laughs) Or at least I'm really trying to. I can have comfort and cozy. I can make time and space to appreciate the simple pleasures that make my heart smile, but I don't have to avoid all things real in order to do that. If anything, my hugger course taught me it takes intention and effort to make your real life the thing that brings you comfort and gratitude. 
books and movies aren't real. But whatever I get from them, I can create in my real life too. Still ease and softness with a hint of realism. So yeah, that's what I wish I knew earlier. Be grateful for how I created peace and hugs when I needed it. And now be open to finding those things in real life too. And hopefully now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our 10th episode today. Yay! Thanks for listening in. Be sure to subscribe, and if you haven't already, find me on Instagram at HeidiGirlPod to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye!